It's been a month and a half, bro. Uh, a month and a half since we all made the pivot. Yeah. I believe it's been one of the most um, interesting and rewarding experiences in my post-retirement life. But, you know, we've all been through it. And I think people were looking for y'all for a little while. And obviously, like, this wasn't my world. So when y'all look back, man, like, what are some of the memories y'all had of this journey that, to me, I feel like we've been doing this six years, bro. But it's only <laughs> yeah. been six weeks. <laughs> yeah, man. No, just um, the genesis of it. Growing something, you know, organically with a great team, obviously. But, like, getting together three boys and getting together and say, let's do something special. And having to create, having to figure it out, you know, having to find the guests and get the crews together. You know, we have the greatest producer in the world, but it's just having this with somebody that you already care about. You know what I'm saying? We all have different jobs that we do in the media where somebody's your boss or somebody's, you know, telling you what to do. Now we kind of control that. And to be doing that with y'all, man, it's just, it's fulfilling, emotionally fulfilling to be like, yeah, these three dogs, we all respect each other on the field. Right. We do our thing. But now post-career, we can still have that team, that that team atmosphere, coming together, planning our trips together, and hitting it, man. It's just it's, it's fulfilling to me, man. Not a lot of people respect you on the field, bro. To just said he didn't even know you played. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna knock to your ass out. You gotta be careful with your words. You I, didn't say that then. You see how big To was? <laughs> Hold up, limitless. Take a simmer, cap in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. Only vision I can trust, trust, limitless, niggas send me cap in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. He trying to knock him down saying he's 50. He old. He's not old. T.O. is seasoned. That's what the old man said. Yeah, you can T.O. is right, bro. He can still get it in. But RC, you spoke, you know, that you said they was looking for us. Yeah. They still looking for us. You feel me? Like, we've been moving around like rock stars. They don't know where we at. <laughs> we, we here. We don't even know where we at. But we making it work, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's really been magical. You know what I'm saying? And the support's been great. The number's looking pretty good. And we still got a lot of room to go. As good as it looked to everybody that's peeking in, you know, they would think it's everything's button up. Yeah. But we're building still. And we have our moments, but uh, it's been worth it. Yeah, you know, like, the, the craziest thing to me was is, like, how much everybody cares. I don't think people understand what it's been like for us. We putting out two shows a week, dog, right. and, and that junk, and this isn't network TV to where like if a dude's gonna be a guest on your show, he knows what time it's supposed to be, a PR director brings him in, sits him down and says, okay, he's ready. We basically just bouncing around the country and we at some of these events like, shoot, who can we get? That's what makes it crazy and obviously, we all got day jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got families. And, you know, it was the commitment to doing this that's made this crazy. But you mentioned the rock band thing. It is almost like that, you know, because the days don't have starts. The days don't have ends. And then we are trying to figure out, will we get this guy? Will we get that guy? What time this dude can come? And when you look back on the shows we've been able to create, what's your favorite moment from the first month and a half of the pivot? For me, it's the hustle, man. We've been hustling. That's priceless. You know what I'm saying? We said we was gonna put something together and uh, we didn't know, you know, coming from the other situation, I mean, to try and duplicate something that was building to be so beautiful, right? Especially for our culture. When we move around, that's what people talk about. It could have went south, but we gave it a shot and, uh, and we hustled. Like you said, to drop two shows a week. We ain't gonna sustain that. But yeah, we need, we need y'all to know 
This two shows a week stuff that y'all be real fired up about. They used to it. They used to it. Don't get used to that. That was like <laughs> the might push. Be too late. <laughs> that was the push to get to a point. Now we may drop some magical stuff like every now and then away from Tuesday, right, right. but that's gonna be when it needs to happen. This was forced upon us, so don't be expecting this no more. Right, pivot right. moment. The pivot. <laughs> the pivot. The pivot. Moment. We can give you the pivot. We'll give you a moment every now and again. Like, yeah, RC, let them know. Yeah, we. This is grinding, man. And the thing is, the sacrifice too, man. Us, you know, and we have a good time together already. Yeah. Like, people don't understand that. Like, I know you do network TV. You talking about the guys coming in and the rotation of it. But we around. We hang. We chill. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. When we on the road, when we doing things, and people don't even know. Like, we make it look the same, but we shot episodes at seven a.m. We yeah. shot episodes at 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. Before the day starts. <laughs> and then at the end of the night, yeah. we, we drinking coffee and trying to charge up to shoot this show after waiting for a big name, waiting for a guest, Marshawn. Yeah. We shot Marshawn like, what, 12, 31 in the morning or something crazy yeah. like that? So like that, like you said, Freddie, that sacrifices, it ain't easy, but you look back and you respect, you respect anything that you have to work that hard to do, you right. have to work that hard to, to, to make. That's why one specific memory don't just jump out to me. We've had a ton. But I know the hustle. I, I ain't gonna forget that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to keep doing it. You know. What I'm saying? How hard has it been though? Because you know we've been out. We went to Super Bowl week, and we at Radio Row, and people are coming up to us, and it's so crazy. They don't necessarily differentiate y'all yet, right? We we still get a lot of the other show, and then there's the people who are already up on it, and they know that it's about the pivot, and this is what we do now. Right. For y'all, did y'all set your mind to? making sure we set ourselves apart from that show. Cause you said something when we did the sporting news interview, man, that was the most telling thing. You said the people make the podcast. Yeah. And so like when I was trying to explain like my place, cause obviously like my place and where I fit is kind of like, damn double Dutch for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> because you come into something that was truly becoming a cultural icon for us. Like we had never had a podcast like this mm -hmm. and it was famous and I remember when we talked the first time and we were on the Zoom, I was like, dog, like, I don't want to look like the network guy that took the two dudes from the other podcast and, and started another one, yeah. you know, and that is the same thing. So for y'all, do y'all give that any thought that we are doing something, but we are kind of, you know, standing on what y'all built in another place. You got that GM mentality, bro. You was tampering. That's what they call oh, it. Oh, for real? Tampering. Yeah. Dog, right. don't hey, but add... I'm all for it, man. It worked out. Like dog, I said, don't you add to what me. these people already think about me, dog. I wear hey. pointy toe boots and, Listen, and all. <laughs> we, can, we really can't worry about that. You know, everybody, I always, um, I really do brag on you a lot, bro. I say you're the perfect person to, to pivot with us. And uh, you, you bring a very buttoned up, profound, professional, I'm a Kappa man. Why can't I I'm never clean. be a G? Look at those. You're a G. I love it. I'm, I'm trying, can I give you your flowers? Y'all say I, I have a thing with giving people flowers. I want to give you yours, bro. I appreciate it. I mean, I really appreciate it. Sky's the limit. You know what I'm saying? It's good shit, bro. He's a, he's a lowercase G. Baby G? A little baby G. That's fine. I'll accept It'll that. It'll take me the baby G. I'll accept but that. No, um, <laughs> that's one thing. I don't know if people know. We reached out to you. It's funny that people, like, they, the optics of it look like, oh, you know, RC was sitting there tampering. <laughs> Man, when me and Freddie said we're gonna hit it, we wanna start our own thing. We knew we had this team we're building. And then we're like, it was crazy, bro. You were the first name that came up. We needed diverse personalities. Cause like you said, you can name a podcast, damn uh, couch cushion. <laughs> right. If you got some fire ass personalities with some good, you know, good interaction, it's gonna be a good show to watch. It's gonna be, you know, good content. 
So we just thought about it where, you know, how Freddie's disposition is, how I am, and then we knew you already. We're like, RC's the guy. And the first time I called him, I'm on the back porch. I done drank me about two bottles of wine. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just calling my homeboy to have him jump, you know, say, hey, you know, hey man, let's get together, you know what I'm saying? Come down to Miami, let's talk, let's see what we can do. And RC brought the, the network out on the phone on me. So I'm sitting there cussing <laughs> up a storm and he's, hey, you know, we can try to do this if you really guys want to really do it. And I'm like, Chad, oh, he, said, oh he, he don't talk like me like that. You know, I, I thought the ESPN cut off sooner or later. So we had that first conversation and it was like, yeah. But I say that to say, that's what makes this show is that we're so different. And we just, like Freddie said, man, we appreciate it. Cause you know, we were out, we were out here trying to figure this thing out. And you was gung ho from day one. That same conversation when you were saying mother effer and spelling all the cuss words, all that, all that goofy, <laughs> freak. all that goofy shit he does. Huh? You were saying freak? <laughs> no, I don't say freak. You kiss my ass. I, I, well, I, I would never really necessarily. If I'm telling somebody to kiss my ass, I'ma say it because that means we finna fight, mm-hmm. right? Like if we like if we are if we are that close into it to where it's in the cities like that, then that's different. But I'd just be like stupid ass or something like that, just in in conversation. Yeah. And it's one of those things, though, that I, that's why this is all cool. Yeah. Because it truly is a respectful place. So, like, I remember, you know, we did the, uh, the Niger Houston episode. Um, and in that episode, I called you stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I read the comments because, like, I want the show to be great. Yeah. That's the important thing to me, that what we do becomes epic. And no matter how much we live and we want to say what people think about us doesn't matter, it does though, right? Because in our business, what people think about us is what draws them to the show. The fact that they know you are, you are funny and you're fearless, the fact that they know that Fred is analytical and he's intelligent, he don't know numbers, but like all those things, <laughs> right? All those things make the show. And so like somebody hit me up, like on comments, it's like, I ain't like when RC called Channing stupid. Now, in our everyday life, that's legitimately how we get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like people don't know that, like we legit, we ride together we eat together, we do every show together. When we're sitting around waiting on people, we in that spot together, and that's how we vibe, right? And I also know if we were ever out, and God forbid this ever happens because we're like super adult, and like I got to fight, you're going to be the first one that's with me coming, doing it. Coming off the bar. You see what I'm saying? And so like those things are, are truly what make the shows and the fact that we could be different, but is there ever for y'all any regret from having to move on? from where y'all, where y'all were from. No, 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 no. Because we're not, because we aren't as, we're doing a great job and I think people see it one way, but we aren't where that was. No, and we're gonna, just, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep building. I would say, if you say we're not where that was, production-wise, better oh, now. Oh, we're better now. Better now. 100%. The numbers of subscribers and all is gonna grow, but you, you started saying it, RC. It's crazy because we got together so fast and already had legs. We're less than two months in, and we're killing it right now. The thing that I love about it is now we're in L.A. for the Super Bowl. From the first-year guys, from Landon Collins, he your boy, Derrick Henry, we saw him, all showing love. OG, we appreciate the game. We appreciate y'all talking real. We respect y'all on the field, but now off the field, that whole uncle thing, like the uncle sitting on the back porch, and you a little kid, and you just can't say nothing, but you just you taking in game and listening to these old guys that been through so much, to retire guys to the Warren Saps and the Shannon Sharks. We saw them in other events. Like, that's what I love about it. Subscribers gonna grow, you had to monetize stuff. We understand the business side and that's that's very good between us all. 
But the the helping these people out and them guys coming up from the first year guy to a 15 year Hall of Famer, that's what I love about everything we're doing. I started off saying the same different show on the first show. I think yeah. it ended it like that. And really, that's what it's been. You know, the message hadn't changed. We're still, you know, being vulnerable and transparent and really just talking to our experiences and sharing those with people and anything else that we've experienced, whether it's, you know, outside of football, finances, you know, mental health, uh, relationships, you know, everything. So it's a beautiful thing, man, when, you know, you have three black men that are able to just, you know, come together and really just give back. You know and, I mean? and don't flinch when you're doing it. Like, we've been real. Yeah, I think that's been, too, for me, um, what's different. When you do network TV, it's easy to stand out in your commitment to your community. Because everybody ain't committed like that. And it's not even about, like, what I do in, like, my real everyday life. Like, that's, that's truly how I live. Like, that's truly what's important to me is being able to give back, being able to pull up. But there's a responsibility that comes along with what we do now. You know, like people are watching this and they're and they're watching us. They want to know how what if it's something simple as Brian Flores or you take it back to 2020 and it's George Floyd. They want to know how Fred and Channing react. And we're also in a space where we get to react to those things in ways other people don't. Right. Like they understood me enough at ESPN where they like there are certain things. If we don't want to hear a certain thing, we're probably not going to ask Ryan. Right. Because you can't censor me. You can't make me stop saying it. You just probably shouldn't ask me. That's not what you want. And so in thinking about the way that things are moving, how important has that responsibility to our cultures, to our communities, to the movement? How much does that factor in to the things that we've been and also to the ways that we'll move going forward? That's what the sacrifice is about to me. You know, I know that, uh, you know, I know we're building something very special. But I would hate to lose the, the respect and to lose why people watch us. Our people watch us. They love us. They love the personalities. We all have different personalities. But through all the funny, through all this, y'all talking about, we're talking about relationships, Freddie. I talk about relationships. And, I, and I'm happily married. I'm the one that talks about all my past relationships. I'm the one schooling these young men on game. Channing, I'm not really sure we would call game. that schooling or game. Y'all ain't got no game. What the hell? <laughs> but that, that, that's why we sacrifice. To answer mm. your question, that's why I sacrifice because I would hate to take away this platform from those young ball players. But past that, past the NFL dudes, the college guys, the high school guys that come up, to the guy working at ch churches, yeah. to the guy at Chick-fil-A, Walgreens, mm. that come up when I go in there to get my, get my $7 wine and the dude be like, you're Channing Crowder, man. Love when you said this, this, that, and they will quote it word for word of something we said two months ago, mm. and it blows my mind. I'm like, these young men are listening to what we say, and that's that's why that's why I, I love the sacrifice because I really do believe that we're helping people's lives. But you, you mentioned sacrifice, but when you take it a step further, the risks that are associated with it. You know, we don't want to just be known to be a black podcast, even though we're black men. It's a huge audience out there that can learn from us, knowing all of our experiences. And I think they're in the game is to expand mm -hmm. to all those different audiences. And it's gonna require risk. Mm -hmm. Some might flop, you know, in the eyes of certain people. And some might, you know, be like, wow, I felt that. And I think, you know, really that's, uh, you said it the other day, the impetus 
I saw you stole my word too, bro. First One off, of you've shit. never said dog. that, bro. I did. You've never y'all, said y'all that. Y'all looked this. it up. You went in the dictionary. Fred. What was it, Fred? Fred, you got to stop. You got to stop reading the comments that say you're the smartest person I'm on the show. I'm not saying I'm a, that's Fred. one word. I, I know And I only know it because I put it on the back of my business card. You know <laughs> so I mean, come on, bro. Like, let me freestyle real bro, quick. Bro, you've never given me a business card. We partners. You I know it's one. So how would you, you know? You got my number. How, I'm saying, how would you know I got impetus from, impetus from you, though? Because I heard you said it. Because when I said it, you was like, damn, what is that? Where you get that from? <laughs> Y'all went to the dictionary. Hey Siri, what's that? You know what I'm saying? But you know, he stole, he stole No, nah, we we partners. We can use that. It's so we're, we're we're sharing the word we're sharing now. and caring, and that's what we do. That's what we're really yeah. doing. Yeah, and so I, I think that's the huge thing for me. You know, we uh we are still growing. You know, mm-hmm. and I think not not only as individuals but as a show more than anything. And the one thing we wanted to do was be bigger than the three of us, or the three of us are individually or whatever Channing Crowder is, whatever Fred Taylor is, whatever Ryan Clark is, we wanted to make something that was larger than us. And that takes that takes tough conversation though, right? That, that, that takes tons of decisions. That takes, you know, getting on the phone with our producer and being like, okay, I get this is the person we want. What does that say about us? How does that continue to grow this brand? And I think that's the big thing for me. You know, I've never, I've never been in this environment. Like the, the place I worked was ESPN. We're going to have all people on, on TV, you know? And I think it's now to the point for us, if we want to be as huge as we can be, is telling multiple stories from multiple perspectives in our way. Like, that's my thing. You know, we've had the conversations when we're bringing guests on and I'm like, Chan, you got a Chan. And Fred, you got a Fred and I'm a BRC. And you know, and... And like, that's the panic I get in when we're in shows and I don't feel that, you know, because like that's the, you know, because I feel like, okay, I want to direct it and I want to make sure everything our producer tells us we do. And I want to get to all these questions that we talk about in the car on the way over. And then when that's not happening, I start freaking out. And that's when I'm like, wait, I'm looking at you and I'm waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Fred and I'm waiting on Fred. Or if the guest is talking, I'm like, shoot, this wasn't where we wanted to go. I start to panic. And I think so. Like for me, like I still have to grow in that the same way though that the show has to keep growing, right? Like in the show growing and us doing something different and us telling stories from different perspectives, different genders, right? Different colors, different beliefs, different religions. It now brings things out of us that I think people need to see. But you're going to have to just say it, Shannon. Who was your favorite guest so far? Whew, you had some good ones. Oh, uh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Actually, I, I might have been T.O. I would say T.O. Because of how open he was. And I love, it's no secret. T.O. does media all the time. Like, I've seen him on so many things. I've seen him interview with everybody. He was like, it's Dr. Phil. Like, he's been with everybody. And when you see a dude and you know a guy and you've seen him talk before and then he gets in the atmosphere that we're talking about, when you sitting with the boys, that does take 
Like people don't know we have production meetings, we talk about it, we try to keep the show or the flow going. But sooner or later, we got to sit down and talk and make people comfortable. And when you see people walk in and they already, they're ready to do a TV show. And then you can see their whole body language change when they see us sit down and just start talking with them. And I think T.O. really loosened up. And I just, I loved his back and forth with me. I love to make, you know, like you're saying, I, we, I love to make fun of people. So to get made fun of back and forth, Charles Haley was doing it too with us. Yes. That was fun. But I just loved that locker room atmosphere. But I just, I think watching T.O., knowing T.O. as long as we have, and then watching him with us, we brought the best, a, a great form of T.O., I would say. You said show of the flow. Isn't it flow of the show? Show flow. Marshawn actually was my favorite. And Marshawn actually said C-E-T, and I didn't correct him. It was C-T-E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn was by far my favorite guest. Outside lit up, man, like a baby in the room. It's just the mutual respect that I have for Sean and you know everything he's done, you know how he had been perceived and how he started his career landing in, in Seattle and then really just turning into international beast mode, which is his new uh, Instagram handle, I yeah. think. But um, it, that was fun for me, man. I was talking my ass off. That was a great <laughs> Freddie. I want that Freddie every day. No, you can't get that Freddie every day. That's <laughs> tough. I just came out the gate on yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not always that. I'm passionate, but things don't always excite me that way. You're right. But Marshawn was definitely uh, someone I've been waiting for. Yeah. I've been waiting for that opportunity. The people have been asking for that opportunity. Right. And uh, some phone calls, and we made it happen. And you got it done. And it, 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 was, it was definitely And I, and I think that's... And what I about think you, bro? Taylor Lewan, without a doubt. Take I finally, somebody that had, finally found somebody that had crazier stories than you. You know, I, you let, know me, I mean? let me back you up. I think my second favorite, and this isn't like just, you know, saying anything to you, uh, Jordan. Oh. I enjoy, I t yeah. and I told you that, and I, and I yeah. DM, I text Jordan, yeah. like, you did a great job with that young man. And um, he was definitely my second favorite guest because you're like, wow, this is, this is yeah. amazing. I'm going to be honest, um, man. I love to uh, take credit for that. That's probably more young mm -hmm. uh, than, shut up. Not probably. 100%. Well, probably more young than me, but no, nah, you know, that would have been a very Homer um, answer of me. Right. But clearly, it's my favorite episode. Like, I got to do yeah. something with my son. But I thought Taylor was cool, and I think, because Taylor kind of worked on us starting to expand, right? We got this big white left tackle from, from Tennessee who, who does this show on a bus, and, and that show kind of has like a, a certain sort of viewer, right? As somebody that likes that sort of humor, and then he sat down with us, and he was different than he'd ever been on any show he'd ever done for himself. Right. And I think, and I think, like that's the beauty in what we do. But we're talking about left tackles, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, former uh, left tackle superstar, uh, Tony Baselli, right? He goes into the Hall of Fame, and I think to me, he's the second best Jaguar that's ever lived. <laughs> like, like 100%. Fred Taylor, uh, at many points, was the only Jaguar anybody cared about the only Jaguar anybody knew. Uh, when you see one of your, you know, one of the people from your organization go in that way, someone you know personally, uh, what's the excitement in that? And hell, bro, you better be next. And I think I will be as, as it uh, pertains to the Jaguars. Bo deserves it, you know, he was an amazing player. I think if he played two or three years more, you. you know, he would have been the first ballot lock. He was a dog and hopefully it's just like old times. Now that he's in there, he can, you know, lead the way for me now that the door is open. But uh, shout out to, to Big Bo, man. He was a...
He was a dog. I tell you, because I'm with you, Fred. Fred, you everybody know you was a monster, and I think Zach Thomas the same way. Two guys that should have, should have, should have. I think you tweeted in. something about that, huh? Well, they get me hot with Zach Thomas. Zach took me under his wing. Zach, it was a hell of a ball player. Great, great so, but I think Freddie and Zach have the same problem. We talked to T.O. We talked to Marvin Lewis about Chad Johnson and all those. You know what I'm saying? Like that persona. You were a blue collar. You were a grinder. You just did your job and didn't say nothing. You ain't talking no trash and all. Right. I think that hurts guys mm. like you and Zach. If you was out there talking crazy, you was out there getting arrested and all this stuff, and in the face of the nation in sports, even good or bad, you'd have been Hall of Fame. Already. But isn't that something? How drama sells, like how it really sells, and he creates a certain fame, the bad guy image. You know, even on social media, people want the bullshit. They want the drama a lot. It's so easy to get clicks and views when it's drama. So our society twisted, but even in the NFL, man, uh, a while back, when we had Dion as a guest, he says the Hall of Game. Mm. This should be the Hall of Game. Because a lot of times when you have guys in certain markets, they can do a, a smidget less, but it's still amplified compared to guys in smaller markets. So the Hall of Fame is a great name because that's what it brings. But it, the Hall of Game, I can rock with that. All you had to do was call out once or twice, I'm going to drop 200 on these boys on Sunday. Yeah. The if you Ali talk trash a couple the times, Ali, yeah. you would already greatest. been in the Hall of Fame. You just right. you just did your job. And I think it's it's a tragedy that that's how it is, the Hall of Game. But yeah, that's it's crazy that these boys ain't in the Hall of Fame. That ain't my character, Tom. though. I still don't talk. Y'all see that shit? Like, it ain't on purpose. That's just that's who you are. Yeah. I can't help it. We talked about, like, some of the, the older guests. You know, we mentioned being at Super Bowl week and having all these people that's like, man, I love the show. I love I love the way you guys represent, you know, let me come through. And you know, like a lot of times, like I'll be honest, I always look at that as BS, right? You know, when people say that, it doesn't, it's not always authentic. Cause you know, like how it is, like we've waited on some guys for dang near a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know how that goes. And like to hear all these people who want to be a part of what we are doing, like it's strange. Like we've actually told people no. Right, and these are people. These are people that are very successful, Hall of Famers, even. That you know what we can't do that show we love to, but we can't get to it. Guys like Floyd Mayweather sit down with us. You know what I'm saying? Guys like Darren Waller. You know the Max Crosby's of the world, uh, Janet Kramer, and you know. And so we have like all of these things. Like yeah, just like all of these things, and like all of these people who are are willing to sit down with us. Did you ever think Channing? Country, country dumb. Is it country dumb or country smart? Country, country dumb. Country dumb from Georgia or Fred Taylor from Florida would be in a place where those type of people would not only be willing, but wanting to have conversations with y'all. A lot of times it's a respect thing. You know, it's all character. And I always say, you got to keep your face clean. You know, you're good with people. People be good with you. And uh, really it's a phone call, the relationships, connecting the dot. You know, leveraging those relationships, that's what it always goes back to, in my opinion. And the people that have showed up, you know, we appreciate them. And I think that's how we'll get majority of our, of our guests. You know, uh, people will see what we stand for and that this is a safe space where they can express themselves. And, uh, you know, they'll be willing to come on. I didn't. I really didn't. I, I, I do media all the time, radio stuff. Did you uh, major in communication? No. <laughs> Did you have this degree? No, I'm a college dropout. Like, I, I, this, I went as soon as the league would let me in the league, I went to the league. I was going to go play ball. And now just going into the media now and seeing that people respect you 
for your opinion, respect you how you communicate with other people. You know what I'm saying? How you talk to other people, how you can, you know, joke and you're talking about like different demographics and just a wider range that, to be honest, I've always been silly my whole life, storytelling, messing around, but to see that my humor crosses yeah. every line there is. Every line, gender, that, gender, way, race, my humor crosses all those lines. That, that's what hits me about it. First off, that's positively and negatively. Okay. Your humor. Well. It crosses, it crosses all lines, both positively and negative. I'm your dog though. Like yeah, I rock, bro. You already know. First off, you already know. If somebody Look. smiles at anything you say, it's positive. Here's the thing. Positive. You you know, I'll introduce you to anybody in my life. I'm like, hey, like, let's go eat with Channing. Like, I don't care now. There are times at those mm-hmm. time dinners and sit-downs that I'm like, oh shit. Do you want them? Like, I was like, ah. I don't really know if this was the smartest idea. But then when I leave, everybody's just like, I love Channing. Or people come to me like, I thought about such and such that Channing said, and I was laughing all day. And I think those are like those are the moments now that I live for. Because I think it's like You live for inviting your other friends to dinner. Soon as they bring out the crab cakes, they asking him to tell the, the crab story. That's cool though, because that means they watch the show. Yeah. We about to eat yeah. crab, crab cakes on the table, and tell the crab story. That's that's gonna ruin my appetite. Yeah, that's that's sick. But that's I can't wait to get Swagoo on here. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Swagoo, he's just as bad as Ryan. AC, AC, <laughs> AC, tell him about this. AC, tell him about this. But I, I, I enjoy it. I love, I love to entertain people. I love to walk in a room, and if I can make four or five people change their thought of life, right? They're going through a tough time and I tell some goof-ass story and I changed, even if it's for five minutes, I, I gave them a little boost, I gave them a little excitement, a little smile, a little laugh. Like, I love that and to be able to do it on this platform with y'all boys, I've been, I've been doing it, you know, in the, it, it bars my whole life. To be able to do it this platform, hundreds of thousands and millions of people watching this and to be able to get that laughter any day in somebody's on somebody's phone, sitting in the car, or in their living room, they put you know put up YouTube like that. I love that. I love to be able to just make somebody smile, change somebody's day if it's for two minutes. I think that's part of this job, and um, you know, in the future, we'll sit down with Darren Waller and have him tell that amazing story of adversity, of of redemption, and the way that he came out of that. You know, and so I'm excited about that. But we'll also you know sit down with Jana Kramer, who is it's a white woman. Right, and it's a white woman that was married to uh, you know a football player who crazy story who was a sex addict. Mm-hmm. We're gonna you know take that risk and sit down with her, and it's that's gonna be one of those times, Freddie, where you say you talk about I said sex addict because yeah. I think sex addict <laughs> is not a thing. Like people like orgasms, and if you're a sex addict, shouldn't you also <laughs> be like how drug addicts like all the drugs? Yeah. So if you're a sex addict, then you should have sex with all the people. That's just my thought. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. but you Man, know what I mean? Yourself, like, like, that, like that, I, I guess that's one of the risks. Shut up. Why you always got to talk about having sex with yourself? I enjoy myself. You said you happily married? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but- Asia, you know, when she, leave, when she leave early in the morning, what I'm going to do when she walk out the door? Early I in the charge, morning? Man, I, just charge, my, I charge my phone as soon as I see her getting dressed. <laughs> yeah, boy, it's so over never, for you today. I never mentioned this, right? He said he charged his phone, but he also told me he charged the little rose to Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to use them toys you give me on my wife? 
I be using them on myself. <laughs> I thought that was for me. We weren't gonna go public with that one, but he he let it rip. <laughs> Yeah, wait, wait. But it'd be oh, too was, much information for me, man. Was, I don't even I know why. That was personal stuff. So like after you put the candle him. in it, uh huh, you didn't go Google it to see what it was for. You just use it on yourself. Once it jiggled off the table, I yeah. said, "Oh yeah, me, me and you can, me and you can play." Bruh. Asia so, so, got up one morning. She went to getting dressed. I said, "Yeah, it's over for you, Rose." <laughs> <laughs> I held it so tight between my legs it stopped shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeks activate. You funny, man. Hey, man. But on the on the real, man. Uh, I think this has truly been uh, just an amazing month and a half. I remember getting the first phone call, talking to Channing, and like Channing said, I may have put on my ESPN voice. It was because I was serious about it, though. Yeah. It was just because, like, I understood. I understood the undertaking and like what you guys had left, and you know what we were deciding to start. Um, and so I guess for me, you know, I just want to say thank you. And here's the truth, bro. I appreciate y'all. I would never call y'all my employees. I ain't gonna ever owe y'all no money. And there will be no voicemail. Oh, this I, sounds like a plan, Freddie. What we, what we got us one. I just like to be the part owner. I'm cool with not being an employee. Appreciate you. All right, let's get it, man. Love, On baby. to the next, dog. I like it. <laughs> Hold up. Limitless.